Hi, I'm Paul Stringfellow and welcome to Tech Interviews. This episode is the first in a series of shows taken from NetApp Insight 2017 in Berlin. This week we take a look at data on tap as we get right to the heart of NetApp's data fabric strategy. Enjoy the show. Hi and welcome to uh, Tech Interviews podcast. So I'm here at uh, NetApp Insight in Berlin. Um, and one of the people I've managed to, uh, to get hold of to chat with today uh, is, is somebody who um, I wanted to cover a, an, interesting and, uh, an interesting topic with around something that's been a big part of what NetApp have done for, for the last 25 years. Um, and maybe dig into a little bit about why it's, uh, why it's still an important thing. So to, um, to help me to discuss that, I'm joined by uh, Justin Parisi. Hi, Justin. Hello. How are you? Well? I am doing well, yeah. Okay, good to hear. I, I, I'm glad to have you here. So, um, so well, before we start, Justin, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell people a little bit about what it is you do. I am Justin Parisi. I'm a technical marketing engineer here at NetApp. I cover ONTAP and I cover Flex Group volumes. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at NFS Dudabides. Uh, and we can also find you doing something else as well, can't we? What, uh, what else oh, yeah. is it that you do? I also do a podcast, uh, the Tech ONTAP podcast. You can find that at techontappodcast.com. So, uh, so all the things that we're going to talk about today, you will be able to go and find in much more detail in uh, in shows there somewhere. So we'll, we'll stick that in the show notes. So, um, well, maybe just a starting point. So for anybody who's who's listening to this who don't really know anything about NetApp and have no idea what um, ONTAP is, which is uh, what we're going to chat about, um, do, do you want to give us a little bit of a, a, a brief history, a, a brief overview of what ONTAP is and what it does? Yeah, so, I mean, historically, you can look at ONTAP as being NetApp and NetApp being ONTAP. I mean, they're intertwined because... When we started NetApp, we were using ONTAP. ONTAP is what drove our storage systems. On the back end, we have a file system called Waffle, which is the right anywhere file language. Uh, all of our data goes pretty much anywhere it can, you know, wherever there's free space. Um, that's how we do it. But uh, NetApp itself has evolved over the years. We went from a, just a storage company to becoming a software company to now we're a data management company. and We're able to help you manage your data wherever it may be. And we do that by way of something that we call the data fabric. And essentially, a data fabric can be, you know, kind of a duvet cover for your data, right? That, that's a nice thought. Uh, it's cozy. Your, it's yeah, keeping your data warm and cozy is good. So, um, so you, you kind of alluded to there that, that NetApp are changed very much the company. You know, moved from this idea of a storage company. We've heard lots of that while we've been at this event, actually. And you know, we're very much from a storage company to this idea of data management. But it does seem that ONTAP still plays a real key part in that and, and a key part of this data fabric that you're talking about. So, so why is ONTAP such an important part of what NetApp do? Well, the reason why is because of its versatility. So it's able to do multiple protocols, whether it's block protocols or NAS protocols. Um, we're starting to look at more uh, S3 type things with Fabric Pool being able to tear off data. Um, we've implemented storage efficiencies so that when you're storing data on your in your devices, it doesn't take up as much space. You get a smaller footprint, spend less money. Um, we implemented Flash, so uh, we were able to basically put flash disks behind ONTAP and then start you know, making optimizations. So ONTAP is also very versatile as well as flexible. Uh, and you know, we're getting better performance out of ONTAP in general because we're able to use flash in a very efficient and, and reliable way. So the um, so, so ONTAP's though more than just some way of, you know, it's more than a, just a storage thing, isn't it? It's more than just a way of holding data. It, it adds a range of other services, so you've touched on things like efficiencies and stuff, you know. So, yep. so what, what are the kind of areas does, does ONTAP allow you to, to exploit? What, what makes it different from just being something that stores data on it? Well, um, part of the thing that makes it different is, you know, the reliability, the, you know, having things like RAID DP and RAID Tech, so you have like, you know, double and triple protection for failure, failures of disks, because you know, hardware does fail. Um, the ability to use it anywhere, so we have ONTAP Select, you can store it on, you, know, you can 
run it on a server if you wanted to. You can have ONTAP Cloud where you run it in the cloud. Uh, so having your data be available anywhere, in any place. If you have smaller remote sites, being able to just set up smaller things there, and you know, less expensive things, paying by the terabyte with ONTAP Select. Um, data protection, you know, the snapshot, you know, we're one of the pioneers of that technology. Um, we do it better than pretty much every other storage company out there. Uh, snap mirror, uh, being able to replicate at a block level or a file level to do disaster recovery. Uh, the backup technologies we've implemented, the snap center pieces. I mean, we have a lot of things that tie into ONTAP, uh, but ONTAP is the central driver of all that. Um, and then, you know, now that we've acquired companies like, you know, Ingenio with E-Series, uh, SolidFire with the, you know, both SolidFire system as well as the HCI system, uh, we're looking at incorporating those products as well with ONTAP, you know, being able to snap mirror from, say, an ONTAP, or SolidFire system to an ONTAP system. Uh, so just the core piece of the data fabric, the, the core driver of all that data management for those products. Yeah, it's almost kind of the thing that, that, that directs the data in, you know, in, in this kind of wider data strategy. So if I've right. got maybe something, you know, maybe I've got something sort of public cloud, I've got something on a separate system, you know, the, the idea that that sits there is, is almost the thing in the middle driving it. You know, that, that, that yeah, seems absolutely. like what it's like, yeah. And, and you don't have to think about it either, right? I mean, you, you use products all the time, you know, you use companies that have cloud, you know, based solutions. And you know, it's very likely that we might be the back end for some of those. And I can't really go into which ones those are because that would probably violate some sort of you know deal we have with them. But you know, there there's a lot of NetApp and ONTAP in the background of a lot of the things you use in an everyday uh, scenario. So. Yeah, and, and so I mean, one of the things talked about there as well in its flexibility is that one of the things that sometimes gets leveled at NetApp and has done in the past is that NetApp are the ONTAP, the fast company. You know, they sell storage controllers, but actually ONTAP isn't that, is it? ONTAP's not a hardware-based thing. ONTAP is truly a piece of software. Um, and, and so I suppose that gives you some additional flexibility in that actually because you're treating it like a piece of software, it allows you to do things around development and, and allows you to, I guess, make changes to it quicker and, and react more quickly to, to demands, you know, modern, modern data demands. Yeah, I mean, ONTAP traditionally was on hardware because you could control the environment. You know, and you could have a predictable instance of ONTAP. You knew what the settings were going to be on that hardware system. You knew what the CPU was always going to be. You always knew what the RAM was going to be. Um, and they did that for years and worked fine, but it, it started to become apparent that people didn't want to just buy a giant FAS system for everything, right? They wanted to have some flexibility. So with ONTAP Select, we've given people the ability to have, you know, minimum requirements. And then, you know, after that, you can just pop an ONTAP Select instance in there. Uh, run it on either you know VMware vCenter or run it with KVM uh, Red Hat. So you know you have the ability to use hypervisors you already own. Uh, we can use ESX Robo licenses, so you can get smaller site situations where you don't have to pay so much for an e a regular ESX license. So we're trying to make it more flexible and, and usable for more organizations, and not make it so you know clunky and, and tough to implement. So it's one of the things that you see often when people are kind of designing this idea of a data strategy, and that data strategy might include having their data in loads of different places. You know, that might be other data centers, might be public cloud, you know, might, might be some kind of branch office or, or hybrid data center type thing, you know. So, so one of the issues that they come across is you end up with these kind of silos of management. So all of the data management policies, procedures, security policies, et cetera, that you might have on one site, you then recreate them somewhere else because it's not the same kind of thing. So, but this idea that I can run on tap in all of these different places, does that mean I can take policies, procedures, security rules, 
and, and manage all that maybe with the, the kind of the same management interface? Can I do all of that in all those different places? Yeah, yeah. We try to give it a single pane of glass approach, right? You don't want to have to have a different interface for cloud, different interface for select. It's all driven through System Manager, which is on box. So, right. So, you install ONTAP, you have System Manager available to you as a web GUI. Um, you don't have to install an agent on the, the OS. We used to do that. We used to have like the System Manager as you, you know, an agent on you know your OS. You had to install it everywhere. That meant you had to upgrade it every time you upgraded on tap. So now we make it you know, all integrated. Um, we're adding things within the GUI to give you, you know, easier ways to provision things like application aware data management. So using applications and applying best practices. And you know, we add new templates every release. So this on tap 9.3, we added MongoDB. We also have SQL. We have you know VMware vCenter. We have you know Oracle, Hyper-V. So you can do a lot of different application provisioning. Uh, based things, so you don't have to worry about thinking about, you know, what am I going to set my storage device up as? How am I going to set the best practices? It's already there for you. Yeah, and having worked with those templates, I mean, people haven't seen them. They're, they're well worth checking out because the idea that actually you can be provisioning storage up to a key application within kind of five or ten minutes is, you know, it's quite a shift from where you might have been four or five years ago doing some of this stuff. Well, I mean, there's a balance, right? So, I mean, you have people that have used ONTAP forever and they're very used to the command line. They're very, they love the command line and you know, doing it all in the GUI is not appealing. So you have to cater to them as well as the people who have never used ONTAP before. And that's the idea here because what we found was with all the competition out there and the startups that were coming up, you know, they had these simple to use GUIs for people who had never used them before and you know, people were resonating with that. Uh, and you have to answer to it because otherwise you know, you're not gonna get new customers if they don't know how to use it. You're going to be stuck with the same customers that are familiar with it, and they trust it because it's good. But you know, you want to try to branch out a little bit, get the people that aren't used to it involved, uh, let them have something that's easy to use and manage. Because nobody wants to sit there and you know, open up a stack of books and TRs and try to learn stuff. You know, just they want to just set it up and go. Well, um, well often people don't have the resource and the time to do that now. No, are they? they don't. And I mean, I, even as a tech marketing engineer that writes the stuff, I don't have time to do that. Right? I want to just be able to use it. And I'm finding that with some of the stuff that I don't use on a regular basis, it's pretty easy to just set up and go. Yeah. So, um, so we've well, so it's a piece of software on tap. You know, sits in multiple locations. So we've just had a new release of it on tap 9.3. Right. Um, so what what are the kind of new things in that? What what are the things? You know, what are the changes that we're seeing in that? And, and maybe what's driving some of those changes as well? Well, so the way we try to approach the way the changes are is we look at it from a higher level, like categorical standpoint. So you know, security. Uh, data fabric, um, storage efficiencies, performance. Uh, so things like adaptive QoS we implemented, so the ability to set QoS policies on a volume, and we use like simple, you know, three simple tiers, either extreme performance, you know, like uh, value sets where you can actually just, you know, do capacity-based stuff. Um, and then the adaptive QoS will adjust the QoS policies and the IOPS per terabyte as you grow the volume. Uh, this is all done on box. You don't have to worry about implementing a third-party utility, setting up something on a server to do that for you. Um, automated uh, deduplication schedules. So as we ingest data, ONTAP will look at that data ingest and say, oh, you need to deduplicate at this rate, You know, maybe every day or maybe every hour, instead of having to try to think about it as a storage administrator and say, I need to, you know, how am I going to set my schedules up? Um, we introduced inline aggregate deduplication uh, in 9.2, uh, which is the ability to basically deduplicate files, and if you're not familiar with deduplication, it's you know, taking blocks of data that are identical and basically just pointing different pointers at the same blocks so that you can reduce storage space. Um, so we were able to do that across volumes in the same aggregate in 9.2, but 9.3 what we did was we 
took that automated schedule and we applied it to the inline aggregate deduplication. So now that when you come in line with the aggregate deduplication or you have existing data already in place, we'll run a scheduled scan to do that deduplication for you at the aggregate level as well. So you can actually do it inline or on a schedule. Um, performance, we improved with, with enhancements to Waffle as well as iSCSI stacks. So now you get better performance out of those and, as well as FCP. Um, we're looking at up to 30% performance increase just by upgrading ONTAP. You know, you don't have to install a new head, you don't have to throw more memory added or anything. We're doing optimizations with an ONTAP every release. And that's huge, isn't it, that people have invested in a certain type of platform and yet they're getting kind of incremental benefit from doing a software upgrade. We're not having to change hardware, we're not, you know, we're, we're just applying a software upgrade and, you know, and that's got to be huge for, for NetApp customers and, and people using ONTAP. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the, and the idea is that, you know, you can upgrade to get the performance, but we also have you know, the concept of non-disruptive upgrades. So yeah, you have to upgrade, but and it does take a reboot to reinstall it, but we have the non-disruptive operations where you fail over to another head, and then you fail back when you're done, so you don't take any outages just to do an upgrade. So you get that performance benefit and those storage efficiency enhancements without having to take an outage. And that's what I think is uh, people really like the most about the clustered on tap approach is that they, they don't have to take any more outages. They can adhere to those 99.999 SLAs that they promise uh, in the on tap world because we're not going to take outages just to do maintenance. And you talked um, you talked about security enhancements in there as well. Obviously, that's a you know yep. big, big deal for lots of people. We yeah, talked absolutely. about you know and maintaining the data security. Obviously, we're we're in Germany at the moment where they take security and privacy as most countries in the EU do really seriously. So, so what kind of things do we see in ONTAP now? What kind of new things we got in nine point three? So nine point three introduces uh, multi-factor authentication. So when you log into an admin console for the cluster, either through System Manager or On Command Unified Manager. Um, traditionally, you would use just a username and password. Um, so, you know, it works for most cases, but sometimes, you know, people don't set passwords that are very secure or maybe, you know, they're pretty easy to crack. Uh, so people could get full root access to your cluster just by figuring out your password. Uh, with multi-factor authentication, we've implemented a third part of that login as an identity provider, which is going to exchange a key once you do that so that you have to verify your identity before you even get the key. Uh, and that allows you to have more security for your cluster logins. If you're using SSH, we do not use the identity provider, but we do still do a public-private key exchange in addition to the admin and password. So you can turn that on and, and force people to have to log in using a username and password as opposed to just passing through a key. Um, in addition to that, we have NetApp volume encryption improvements. So if you're not familiar with NetApp volume encryption, it's the ability to encrypt your volumes at a granular level uh, using the AAS encryption. Uh, so basically, you know, people can't get in the, you know, get this data out of the volume without the key. Um, we, in ONTAP 9.3, we introduced the off-box key manager, management op module there, so you can actually do an off-box key manager uh, to do your NetApp volume encryption. And what this allows you to do is use your existing key management systems uh, without having to use the on-box, without having to, to set up a new logic to it. Uh, it also allows you to get better encryption because we don't have the, uh, the, a, the uh, FIPS 140-2 compliance qualification yet. We're still in the process of that, whereas external key managers will have that for you. Uh, we also have some improvements with SnapLock, uh, so legal hold in case you get into trouble with legal stuff and they want you to hold on to data, where you can set SnapLock policy to do that. Uh, we have the ability to do event-based retention for data, so if you have an employee that leaves, you can set up an event where it'll protect that data when they leave so they can't go back and just delete a bunch of stuff. Okay. Uh, and then we have uh, kind of a unique aspect to SnapLock, which is called uh, append mode, 
where you have a file such as a media file, like an audio or video file, where you, you stream to it, and then after it streams that file, it'll protect it, and then you can append on to that file later on so that you basically have like the, the, the protection of that audio or video file to prevent deletions of that. Yeah, so I'm so, I mean, putting stuff in there. So something just, uh, you know, maybe just to wrap up on this, actually. So something you mentioned in there um, a couple of times was things like working with things like key management, um, but around the security and both, I, I suppose, the activity that you see on ONTAP, because ONTAP's a piece of software. You, you guys provide quite a lot of kind of um, API-type functionality so that you know it's quite a strong partner ecosystem that will tell you things that's going on in ONTAP that ONTAP itself might not tell you. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's quite an interesting prospect. So, so, so what kind of things do you see? What, what are partners doing that's adding additional value because they can work closely with ONTAP? The likes of Veronis? Yeah, so Veronis ties into us using uh, something called F-Policy. Um, and what that essentially allows you to do is set up policies on your file system to prevent you know, certain types of files from being written, uh, protect your overall system from ransomware. So ransomware is kind of a top of mind thing for people because it's something that's been in the news lately. Uh, so, you know, multi-factor authentication will help produce, you know, prevent intrusions, uh, and, you know, through the logins, but it won't help prevent intrusions, you know, through, like, people that are actually already authenticated, right? You know, they click on a link in their email or something, and then, you know, it starts to run rampant. Um, in addition to Verona's, I mean, you have the snapshot protection where you can just roll back to a snapshot, so, you know, that's, that's there as well. Um, but we have partners like Verona's, we have partners like Stealthbits, they also do some of the similar stuff like that. Um, Primary data is here at the show. They're they're more of a uh, global namespace type of company. We actually had an episode on the podcast mm -hmm. for for that. So episode one fifteen. Uh, so we have a lot of partners doing interesting things with ONTAP and uh, kind of filling gaps in in the software that we currently have. You know, to kind of cover those bases. So um so if people want to find out a little bit more about ONTAP, you know, where's good where's, where's good place for them to go? Well, we do have the podcast, so we, every release of ONTAP, we have a overview uh, podcast. Sometimes we'll go into more detail, like the security features, so techontappodcast.com. Uh, we have technical reports uh, on the NetApp site. You can go search for those if you need to. Um, we have blogs on the community, so newsroom.netapp.com. We'll find, you'll find blogs about ONTAP 9.3, the new flex group features, that, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, so a lot of good information out there. Um, some of it's going to be higher level than others. The TRs are going to be like kind of like your more detailed looks at things. Podcasts are kind of a nice thing to download and listen to when you're on your commute. Uh, and blogs are just a good high-level overview of what's coming in the next releases. Um, and I also have a blog, whyistheinternetbroken.com, where I cover some of this stuff as well. And I do go into some technical detail with some things, so I kind of try to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, it's good to read your blog site, so, so people should go check that out. And um, and then I mentioned it at, uh, earlier on, if people want to find you on the social medias, where do they find you? Uh, NFS Dude Abides. Okay, just you know, thanks for your time, much appreciated, and uh, look forward to speaking to you again soon. All right, thank you, Stringy. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For show notes, pop over to techstringy.com. We'll also find all of our previous tech interviews episodes. Next week, we delve into the hyperconverged market as I talk to Troy Mangum about some research he's been doing into that market and take a look at the future of hyperconverged. So to catch that show, why not subscribe? You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Hey, and if you enjoyed the show, why not leave us a review? So until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.